Welcome to the eve of the season, a progress with the Unity podcast, and we're in the studios once again. We're sat around the table this evening, and we've got a full house. Um, we'll start off with with Mick to my right hand side. How are you doing, Mick? I'm also bad about yourself. Very well, thank you. You weren't here last week, where you couldn't make it. You was away in the south of France, I believe. I was indeed, yeah, praying for a good, successful season. Excellent. Paul, how are you doing? I'm all right, how are you? Very well, thank you. Good got day. a nice tree and crown on your, on your, just above your heart there. I have. Yeah. Excellent. Dan, Ito, eating the Doritos? Yes, indeed. Yeah. No, I've heard it yet. Yeah. It's like it's the a... last day of school term, we've got Doritos and we've got Connects. And polo mints. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. The mint with the hole. Right, Rob? Yeah, not too bad, Barry. Oh, very well. Yes, yes. Um, didn't make the fans for them last night, did you? No, they didn't. Had a bit of a listen to uh, a recording that's been out there today, haven't you? Oh, yes, I've had a, a listen to the first 50 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, impressed with what we've uh, said, as you would expect. Excellent. Welcome. Also, excellent production quality on that recording there, Barry. Well, that one, I think Rob, Rob's listened to a different one, though. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, I, I listened, I don't think yours was put out by this point. Uh, I've not seen it. One of the two. Watch it on YouTube. Okay. No, definitely not. I was then. Oh. Traitor! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gareth. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, thank you very much, yeah. Looking forward to a new season. Buzzing about it. Buzzing. Right, we'll start off this week. First of all, apologies, because last week we said that we'd... Uh, um, We'd have a guest on this week, but unfortunately, uh, Josh from Reading, giving him a name check, he can't make it this evening because he's, uh, he's taking a week's leave before the season starts and then uh, he he, uh, he won't miss any games. But he sends his apologies and he's sorry that he's had to miss out tonight. We'll catch him later in the season. We actually uh, play Reading on uh, Valentine's Day, so that might be uh, you know an appropriate time to get back in. That sounds a bit wrong, really, but I know what I mean. Anyway, straight on with it. Right, one thing we forgot to mention last week was uh, something Dan wanted to review, and I'll pass you straight over to Dan. So go on, what, what is it, Dan? What's the burning issue? It is indeed our new kits, Barry. We've got a home kit and an away kit. Now, we did actually discuss this last week, but it was cruelly cut out, and I have no idea why. Perhaps it was a bit too negative, but let's be a bit more positive about it this week, eh? Did we discuss it, or did we just say we were going to discuss it and then not discuss it? Well, either way, that the could, new kit... Could be the case. That's Ooh. usually what happens on this podcast. The new kit was on sale tomorrow, doesn't it? Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old kit, anyway. The blue and white stripe for the black collar. The Sheffield Wednesday kit, in, in, in essence, goes on sale tomorrow. There's no need for that sort of language. <laughs> no, that's what I'm, I'm looking at it. It's Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, <clears throat> what about oh. What about the away kit? What do you think that looks like? I think it looks like Sheffield Wednesday's away kit <laughs> from the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> so we're basically turning... That's turn the 90s as well. And, and the yeah. 90s, yeah. So we're basically turning into Sheffield Wednesday. Well, I don't know if you know, are aware of this or not, but um, I don't know if I understand, so it doesn't matter. Well, I, I've got a couple of things to say on the new kit. One, I don't like black, stri- uh, black numbers on the back because I'm colour blind and they don't stand out well for me. But again, you know, that's just my problem. And the second one, people whinging. How many different colours do they think there are in the world? Two, blue and white. Yeah, but there's not a lot. Of, there's not a lot you can do, is there? No need for the black collar or shorts, though. 
Hang on, we played in all black last season for the last couple of years. Couple of years, I wait. It's been all black. Yeah, no, what's, what's away, away, black? Not not home kit. Man, what's doing? Could have, could have had black colour on the wear kit, couldn't they? Nah, black's featured in our colours off in years. It's not. It's not what you can do. It's better than before. that bloody that ivy's <laughs> orange stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, talk sure. about that. We never won a single game in that strip. Yeah, competitive game. I was out on the bar ride yesterday with my high vis latics away kit from four years ago, right, and it doesn't work, it doesn't <laughs> work, because some bugger in a bloody council pickup van, you know, the ones what pick up, coming out of Sullivan Way on Skulls, right, I asked them to add, at ten o'clock yesterday morning, forced me off the bloody road. Well there you go. Where was you? don't work. Was you on your way to McDonald's, to that new one, give it a good try out. <laughs> I was, it was my uh, getting fit regime. Anyway, <laughs> kits. Whether we like them or not, I think at the end of the day, as long as we're winning every week, I don't care what we were. I mean, the new, that new tuxedo kit, that, that Spanish second division club, I don't know if everybody's seen that. Yes, at it's least. a shocker. But if you turn out in that win every week, again, you, you, you take it in good faith. Well, it becomes funny yeah. then, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And, and let's be fair. <laughs> Stop supporting the club. Yeah. Let, let's be fair, the kits have all got the right badge on, haven't they? You can't You've complain the right about the badge. badge. But my <laughs> preference would be white shorts and get rid of the black collar. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I preferred the whites. Right, to be honest, I've got a slightly different take on this. It's only opinion when all said and done. I like the black, actually. But mm. I don't like the hoop socks. I think they look daft. Mm. Uh, would you go for vertical stripes, then? Solid colour, to tell you the truth. Solid colour. Mm. I'm not white, white with a little bit of black at the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at the black trim. Yeah. White frills. I, I, to be honest, I never ever look at the socks. You I know, get, I get my socks plain black from either Marks and Spencer or Asda's. Yeah. The other thing I've noticed... I don't go buying football socks. The other thing I've noticed, especially with the away one, is uh, for those who, who buy the replica kits, uh, by the way, I think the, the away kit's a nice one. It looks quite attractive. Mm, yes. It's got a nice colour of blue and a nice shade of yellow. Like a pastel yellow, isn't it? But I can see myself looking a million dollars in that, but, I mean, I'll come to that later. And the reason <laughs> I can see that is because... Um, but for those of you who are a little bit overweight, you're going to have a problem because to me it looks like a, a tight fit. You know the ones that say uh, slim fit for your comfort? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, however, oh, oh, is slim fit for your comfort in the same sentence? I just don't know. Surely a little bit baggy for your comfort would be a better phrase, wouldn't it? But they do look slim fit. And my new physique is coming along and I'll look great in one of them. But the rest of you lads sat around this table, I think you might struggle. You know, there's no mirrors. Your jaws might struggle. It doesn't have any mirrors. <laughs> no mirrors. Can I just chip in though and say... It doesn't have a reflection. It's the first time in years that I've actually been able to... Not been able to, but wanted to buy a new kit. For the simple reason it's not got a gambling um, sponsor on the front of it. Ah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, talking of new kits, and while we're on it, I think this is a, a great way to advertise something that I, I've taken part in this summer and it's going to be kicking off again in September if anybody out there want to get involved. I've been uh, going down to the community with Wigan Athletic Community um, team and they run something called Fit Fans and it's a 12 week programme and you go for an hour and a half a week and you do this programme it's fantastic, you do a bit of, uh, bit of circuit training and you finish off with a game of football and it's all light-hearted and you do a bit of sweating and it's good and it gets it adrenaline going, gets the heart pumping and the lungs the lungs working. But at the end of it at the end of it you qualify for a and it's all free by the way, you don't pay for it. 
you qualify for a free latex top. So uh, I'll be getting my latex top, hopefully, in the next week or two. A way top, really? Well, that's the point that, Dan. I wish I should have ordered one of those, right? It would have fitted perfectly the contours of my new slim body, but <laughs> there we go. Are we having a third kit this year, or was that just due to the European adventures? I don't know. I don't know. We usually have a third kit, don't we? Well, I think we had green last year, didn't green, we? Green, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, we're getting bogged down here with the kit. Sorry, I was just going to say, right. <coughs> coming back to what you've just said, um, a bit more information, Barry. Is it during the day, this, in the evenings? When, when oh, uh, well, the one I attended was during the, during the day, but I don't think they're going to do it again during the day because the numbers weren't great. Obviously, people work during the day and it's hard to get people involved. It usually runs, uh, I believe, between half past six and eight o'clock on a Tuesday or Thursday evening, depending uh, uh, which one you want to go to. And if you check the Latix website, or indeed Vital Wigan, because I'll be um, brought, uh, putting it out for them, uh, in the next couple of weeks, there'll be some advertisements on there about it. And if anybody fancies going, I'm going to be going again. I'm going to do another one leading up to Christmas. So if anybody fancies mm, going, I might have a track at that. Yeah, there we go. Good stuff. You have to be. Um, I think you have to be 25 <laughs> and over. Oh, cancels me. But having said that, the one I was on there was a 19-year-old girl. So you have to be a. You have to be a bit. Was that, sorry, was that was that the bit? Yeah. No, you don't have to be overweight. You have to be a bit fat. Give no, 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 no. You can <laughs> be. You can, you can go. So the reasons for going are to gain weight, maintain your weight, or as I went along to lose a bit of weight. So there's there's three things to do. So an excellent thing, and it's all funded by the Premier League. So there's there's money behind it. To gain weight, does that mean they just give you cakes? No, uh, no. It's still building flat. Build muscle. Yeah. yeah. You know, Doritos, that's what Yeah, Doritos. <laughs> that's where the Doritos have come from, I brought them on Right, let's move on from kits and fitness then. Uh, on Tuesday evening, down at the DW Stadium in the Marquee, there was the an- well, annual fans forum. And in attendance, was there was a f- couple of us around this table who were there that n- at night, and Rob's already listened to a uh, recording, and Dan's listened to a recording, and I know both Paul and and Gareth have, have heard snippets as well. Um, me and Mick were there, weren't we, Mick? Yeah, yeah. yeah, good evening, usual stuff, very open. Uh, shall we have a little bit of a chat about what went on? And well, I, I didn't make them pies that much, do you? No, all of the rubbish pies. That was the first thing we, as you walked in, there was a pie and peas waiting for you, weren't there? But, Mushy peas could have been nicer as well. One of the first things that uh, Rosler was asked was about the Adam Farshaw and the sounding off of Brentford in the press which he sort of poo-pooed a little bit, I thought, did you? And turned it around and said it wasn't... It, we weren't the ones doing, bleating all the information to the press. Um, well, he never hinted at that, did he? he? What he did say was the fact that he tried to justify... Somebody in the audience had asked him about... Um, what was it? The, the Brentford had come back and said it was a disrespectful... Yeah, disrespectful this offer. Disrespectful offer, and he was... He, the gaffer was actually trying to say, well, actually, it wasn't, there was no disrespect intended at all. And he came out with some very, very good comments because he said, we measured it against other uh, signings from that club, uh, the player's age, his abilities, and stuff like that. And, and basically what he did was he justified putting the offer on the table that they did put on the, mm. on the table. And um, I think, well, I think it's... It's Brentford knowing that we're going after him, so let's you know stick a couple of knots on him. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly the same as what we did with McCarthy last season in Everton, isn't it? Mm. Really, 
Yeah, yeah. It's a bit hypocritical for us to criticise. Well, I don't think you were criticising. Rosler wasn't criticising. No, no. no. He I was just saying this is the game that people play. Yeah. The impression I got was from from some of the questioning was, was it true what Brentford was saying about us leaking it to the press, etc.? And I thought he turned around and said it wasn't true. It's not the way we go about our business. And he suspected that it might be their mm. manager yeah. playing a few tricks. Well, don't forget the two managers know each other quite well because yeah. they work together for a while. Sound like they don't like each other too much at the well, moment, don't they? Yeah, at yeah. the moment, yeah. Mark Wallison, do you know his background? Yeah, he's, he's um, he used to he used to be bread, didn't he? Crumpets as well. Yeah. No, he's a banker. He spent twenty years in the banking industry. Yeah. yeah. All right. I thought, so he, I thought he was a banker. I thought he was a baker. Well, he knows football inside out, then, don't he? Yeah. Does he not? I mean, this deal that we're trying to. Yeah, you know, we're trying to go and get a player, and they don't want to sell him. But it happens at all levels. This, yeah. I mean, Liverpool have just lost Suarez to Barcelona, mm. so you know well, it, it happens. Just get yeah. on. That was a slightly different thing, though. Forty he's, million. He's, he's doing. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the one thing. What he can to either keep the player at Brentford or secure as much money as he can for that's exactly what he's yeah. doing Paul. Yeah. There's not, they're not interested in keeping him there. No. They're, they're taking him well, away, and they're, it, it's. It's uh, very hypocritical them saying that we're unprofessional when it's them making mm. off in press. There's, there must be a hundred direct quotes from their chairman mm. and Warburton. No noise coming from us whatsoever. There's no need for going to the press and start slagging us off saying we're, you know, putting unacceptable bids in. Just reject it. The if first, that's the case. The first no lead came from, from a Sky Sports journalist as well, didn't it? And uh, Natalie Sayer of Sky Sports News is a big Brentford supporter. Spent a lot of time hanging around there, I believe. Yeah. I'm just saying. It sounds to me like they're trying to recoup that 40%. They have to give to Everton as well. Well, yeah, that's the, that's yeah. the thing, innit? Is it? End of the day, like Mick said, Rosler's looked at it. He's looked at other players, what's gone from League One to the Championship or to the Premier League. He's looked at what value they've gone for. He's looked at Farshaw's length of contract. And he's put. he knows the ability of the player. And he's put in, what do you think... Was a fair bit, yes. and they've knocked it back. So what? There's no need for them coming in press. Are, are they going to moan about it when someone else goes in with another bit? They're just trying to tell you to make. Who really make? That's what they're doing. Yeah, getting yeah. getting the old auction going. Yeah, well, it, it, exactly it starts getting a bit nasty like this though when uh, the player themselves are resigned to the fact that I want to go, but without chucking a transfer request in because this has probably been done. A formal approach by Wigan to the club. Obviously, the player is informed, and he goes, "Oh yeah, I want to go then." So the club know they've lost him, but they're thinking, right, we're going to re have to recoup as much as we possibly can here. And it's, that, that's just the politics of the game. The game it is, and players don't put in transfer requests anymore, because they lose all sorts of bonuses. Well, yeah. yeah. So, and that's why he's not done it, probably. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, Adam Forshaw spoken about. He also spoke about uh, Lewis Grabbin at Bournemouth, said that uh, we'd approach him. 25 grand a week. 25 grand a week. Mm -hmm. Put us off three million pound down and twenty five. But that was a release clause in his contract. That wasn't it? The the the, the fee twenty five. Where did he end up going to? Was it Norwich? Norwich. Norwich. They give him twenty five grand a week. And like Rosal said, he's had one good season. Yeah. I think I think in that one particular uh, answer last night, he actually gave quite a lot about the politics of the club, and the fact that, um, not just the politics, sorry, but but the business structure of the club, that there is a ceiling at Wigan Athletic. There's a ceiling. And it's somewhere in the region of twenty grand in it. 
and so no player who's asking for more than that is going to get taken on yeah 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 it was interesting what he said about Gomez as well that was Jonathan Jackson when it, speaking about jo- uh, Gomez saying if, if we'd have got, gone up he'd have stayed that yeah. was it yeah. but it was the lure of going back to the Premier League and obviously Sunderland could offer a bit more cash than what we could incidentally the question that prompted that <coughs> was a very interesting one how did you get managed to get them more so to the Yardi Gomez? Yes, yeah. and your previous the previous incumbent didn't. Mm. 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 Yeah, well, well, he, he did. It. I think he he enjoyed his best spell of form under Fosler that that he's had. But looking at the stats from last season, how many more games than Ben Watson do you think Gomez played for for, for, for us last season? How many more games than Ben yeah. Watson? A good few. A lot. Ben Watson was out injured. Twice as many. many. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Four. He played four more games than Ben Watson. Well, so don't forget, under mm. Kyle, he never played. He Because no. speaking, I'm, I'm not breaking oh, confidences, but I was speaking to somebody behind the scenes last night who told me that Kyle thought both Gomez and Bosagio were luxuries that the last it's going to afford. He said, well, other people in the club thought there were players we should be building the team around. And he sounds grand salt. And he sounds grand salt, yeah. I, I, I will agree <laughs> with him uh, about Bosagio. Because uh, it was a player who never really excited me in all the time he was up with. Yeah, he had the potential. I just thought he was born idle and lazy. I thought if somebody could get on the end of his crosses, they'd yeah. have been on 20, 25 right. goals this exactly. season. If they could get on the end of these crosses, they'd have been packing bags in Asda. No, I think yeah. he had a, some decent Some of them, no, them balls were put in were woeful. Ah. Woeful. And I think his work rate yeah. was rubbish. I'm sorry, but uh, it, it was just not a play who never really excited me. Well, it, it all comes out now, doesn't it? Yeah. Now he's gone. Yeah. Well, no, I was, I've been saying this uh, for a while, though, now. <coughs> um, so when he went, when, it, when he went, I, I was not bothered at all. Gomez, yes. Yes. I, I, I think you both got good points, because I've, I've seen odd, odd games where... It couldn't, it couldn't stick across in any, no. anywhere near. But there was other games where there was absolute belting balls yeah, going yeah. right across the box yeah. to waste. You know, he brought the best out in bosses, John. Gomez. Gomez. Yeah. <coughs> With some of the wonderful little balls where he yeah. just yeah. put yeah. a gap through. Bosses, is not a player who, who's full of tricks, is he? No, right. that's it. He's not got. No. Uh, he's an intelligent player, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Like, like Mick's just alluded to there, Bosses are being played in by Gomez, swinging absolute. Because at that point, he's not trying to beat anybody, he's just. Yeah. He's knowing where to go, getting on the end of it, swinging absolute belters of balls in, going to waste. Right. And that was frustrating. He, was, he, he was. could leather a ball as well too, he had yeah. a wonderful Ooh. shot, but we had a, I never saw it. Yeah, we missed somebody like Grant yeah. Holt to just put him away. He <laughs> 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 would have been on halfway land, Dan. Yeah. Some very interesting points made yeah. about uh, Mr Holt last night, wasn't there? There was, yeah. Um, <laughs> a good question, wasn't it? Uh, is he in your plans? Uh, he said that... They'd have a frank discussion at the end of last season. Mm. They had a frank, frank discussion at the beginning of this season. We suggested that Holt had come back after pre-season with uh, not doing what he expected him to do. He'd been eating dog food, hadn't he? He'd been eating summer. Yeah. And that's why he didn't go to Germany on the mm. pre-season. So. Well, the, the quote, I, I only listened to the first sort of 20 minutes, and the quote was, we know what Grant wants to do, Grant knows what we want him to do. Okay. And we're working together to try and achieve it. Yeah. And I thought, right, that's you yeah. out the door then, yeah. son. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody needs me to give him a lift anywhere, just give us a shout. Yeah, I'll second that. If Paul's busy. It was a wonderful politician's answer, that, wasn't it, what he gave last night? Without saying anything, he said a hell of a lot, too. Yeah. It's, then it's, I mean, he was asked about strikers as well, weren't he? Saying they were going to be signing back up. And, and again, he quoted the figures, didn't he? So you're mm. looking at between 3 and £11 million for a decent championship striker. 
and it's not something that we can do. So we, have to, we have to look at alternatives. Ryan Jennings. Ryan Jennings. Ryan you mentioned Jen- McLean as well, mm. about the fact that he might uh, play McLean up front. Yeah, depending on his structure. On the system, yeah. yeah. But he's injured at the moment, so... Yeah. So if he's playing two up front, he'd give him... Well, on the back of that half a game, that I watched him against Besiktas, and the goals he was banging in in the reserves last year, I think he stands a fair shout of getting a chance. You know, just take an injury or two and then suddenly he'll be in there and nicking the place and nailing it down if, if, he, if he develops as, as he should. Jennings, yeah. Mm-hmm. If Callum McManaman, because I think he had a bad season with injuries yeah. last year, you know. I mean, but if he can sort of get back to his FA Cup form, but that would be brilliant. He spoke it? about McManaman last night at length, didn't he? Um, he's, he's suggesting that he's had the best pre season he's ever had, mm. and he's as fitter as, as he said he was really pleased. It was quite funny when he said it once. He said, I give him instructions when he went away, and he came back. And I was surprised because he'd actually carried them out, <laughs> and he was spot on. And he'd come in, and he's, he's firing away, he's fighting, and he's brilliant. Yeah, he can't wait for Saturday. Can't wait, yeah. yeah. So I, I'd say when we're writing our teams down for Saturday, McManaman must yeah. be already, already penciled. Oh, he'd be in. my first name down. Yeah, well, I think he's Rosler's in. He's in there. As long as he don't go picking up red cards, we'll be alright. Yeah. Well, what Barry just said there, he may be starting to mature if he's doing what the gaffer says finally. Yeah, well. <laughs> Uh, you never know, you never know. Uh, and he also talked about Sean Maloney, saying uh, he's going to be ready, which is a massive shot, really, considering that we've not seen Edna Taylor in all pre-season. But he's not going to play. Him up and him up. That, yeah. Well, they, they said though he's put him through his paces, didn't he? Yeah. He said uh, he's nearly there, isn't he? So, so they, he said they had a good 90-minute workout on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, but again, he said Maloney. Sounds like Maloney's the. Uh, the pivotal man as well for the systems, isn't it? He's going to be. He spoke about that, didn't he? Yeah, be working through him. Yeah, he's best player at the club. Anybody's on song. Yeah, he said it, if it if he's playing four three three, he's probably going to play him out on the left, cutting in on the right, and then he yeah. said if, he, if he's playing what the other system would play, what three, three five, five two. two or yeah. four three two, put him in the middle the striker, yeah. The only problem with that I can foresee is I don't think he's going to play that many series of 90 minutes across the season. I agree with you. So mm. building a team around a player is only going to be there half the time. Well, I, think, job. I think you look at the workload and not having um, Europa League to games to play. Um, you know, chances are we're going to go back to normal in the FA Cup and not have a great run again. There's an awful lot less of a workload there in terms of games, so you might see more than you expect. Mm. You you forget how heavy the workload was last year. Yeah, yeah, true. So, the fans forum. uh, Success, do we think, last night? Was it good? We get excited for the season? Yeah, the one thing, the bit where I had to cut it off and I thought, that'll do, I'll cut it off, because I was laughing my head off in work and then people were looking at me. Was the bit where he was asked about at the Besiktas game where he seemed like they'd swapped dugouts? Yes. Oh yeah. And he yeah. said, "Yeah, so I can get in the ear of the referee." Yeah. <laughs> so not the referee, the line. Yeah. yeah. I thought that that would. Well, this is part of the psychology of the game, isn't yeah, it? He was saying them little things. Yeah. You know, we we all thought Martinez was doing a, a good job most of the time, but why has nobody thought of that before? It's that attention to detail, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Over a season, that's yeah. going to give you. He's going to give you some advantage. Yeah. It might give you, it might give you a goal or a decision, 
that might give you one point, two points, three points. You know, I, I can't see giving much more than three points. But it's know. when it's a fi- if it's a fifty-fifty decision and yeah. Rosler's barking at you from mm. ten yards mm. instead of thirty yards, you're a lot more likely to get it. If you if you get an offside that's that's either given in your favour or, or well either given in your favour or not given in your favour if you're attacking that could be the difference between a one point game and a three point game mm-hmm. yeah, you know, a couple of them over the course of the season and it's stand on the corner with a ten yard technical box yeah. and he can peck his head all the time Yeah, all the time all the time that ball's in your half he can be pecking his head and it does work yeah. I, can't, I can't believe it's two because well, exactly. all these years to actually do that exactly it's, it's mind blowing isn't it that but doesn't, doesn't that well, show you the one. quality of the guy we've got mm. last night I wanted to ask him a question about Vosprung duck technique and Greg took the microphone away from me before I could ask him because it's that attention to, attention to detail which he's got but he came out last night as well as, as, as a great diplomat because one or two questions were asked which were silly questions really and um, you know like they, got a, they sounded a little bit personal not to him but about players and that mm. and he fielded them very very well Yes, he fielded them very well but it's the little things like what we've just discussed there about changing the dugouts and about his systems he, he alluded last night to the fact that well we've been playing three systems and I thought oh okay then last season we only played a few he liked. but yeah when he started speaking about the way in which he he asked him to play against Arsenal in the cup semi-final that was interesting you know from the point of view of well really we, just, we wanted to maintain possession and keep it in our half and perhaps catch him Again, having watched the game, having been there, I was getting a little bit frustrated thinking, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And the way he actually answered the question about um, Caldwell's penalty at mm-hmm. Wembley, mm-hmm. again, it showed you that it wasn't just a snap decision, he thought it through. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about David Rosler. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always, whenever I sit down and take my seat and look at the team sheet, I always sit there and think, right, Mr. Manager, whoever you may be, what you're trying to do, and can I understand what you're doing and why you're doing it? And there's one time when I've sat there and thought, why on earth, what the hell are you doing? And that was when Martinez did not play Figueroa and he was available. Mm-hmm. And again, later on, we found out that he'd been involved in that um, emergency landing in the plane. And like you say, once you got the once you get the actual retrospective view and you understand what they were doing and why they were doing it, suddenly it all makes sense. You asked a question that was a tiebreaker in last night's thing. Who's the referee for Saturday's match? Loads of people in the room went, No, bloody hell, what's that got to do with it? I'm sorry, but it's got a hell of a lot to do with it. I've been being involved at uh, all right, not at this level with uh, a professional in the past. One of the first things we looked at was whose refereeing was on Saturday or whose refereeing was on Sunday. And then you thought, right, well, this referee is more into this, this, and this. So, therefore, we can actually concentrate on this. And it forms part of the actual preparation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, again, is that attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And I have it, obviously. People sat in that room, didn't Mark Brown. (laughs) Mark Brown. Meet the ref. Meet the ref, Mark Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Taxi driver from Hull. Yes. He'll be there. Sexy for Brown. We'll come to him in a little little while. I I I think you do, after a while, you do start building up as supporters a profile of a ref but nothing like what you do when you're trying to you know it's their day job isn't it to put these details in place and be ready for these things and on that point Howard Webb has retired today he has so uh, nice one Howard 
Yeah. And a good career mm. for Manchester United. They did. Excellent. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Van Gaal's obviously not playing him. <laughs> no. So that's the second job he's retired to and got on to another one now. Right, let's move on. We're still here on the cusp of a new season. Anticipating what may be or may not be. Maybe. 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 Tingling. I can feel the sparks in my fingertips. The butterflies in my tummy. My heart is pounding. But, but is that not just the Doritos, Barry? It uh, might be. Is it? I've had beans for me uh, for my day, so that might be it as well. Are you wearing the wife's underwear tonight, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? I can fit into them again. So. Good on Have I mentioned about my physique? Uh, Losing the weight? No. No, no anyway. <laughs> That's why I brought all these Doritos. Can't eat them anymore. <laughs> but we're still here, as I'm saying, and, and we've got this all this optimism. But there's not just us. Lattic supporters, supporters of oh, Blackpool, I was going to say, uh-huh. supporters of another 23 clubs, but we'll forget Blackpool because I think they're down in the dumps a little bit. So another, at least another 22 clubs are going to be just as excited as we are. I suppose Blackpool fans will be excited. Well, anyway, the thing right? with Blackpool fans is they're expecting the worst. So when you expect, when, when what you're actually expecting to pan out is it to be as bad as it possibly can. You then got to look forward to the fact that, well, you know, chances are it's actually going to turn out alright. Well, they're, they're black people, so yeah. they know it's not the worst yet, they've not got there yet. Yeah, they'll be throwing themselves yeah. off here, won't they? Off the top of the show. So, anyway, so I know Gareth has got us some odds together. I've got some odds, first of all, for Saturday. Well, we come to them next, right, we'll while we're doing the season. Championship yeah. outright. The oh. favourites for the championship outright at 7 to 1 are Cardiff City. Followed by eight to one Derby County, nine to one Wigan Athletic. So we're third, third favourite. Yeah, equal with Fulham. Norwich are ten to one. Wolves are ten to one. And then the better, I think it's between those Wolves? according to the better. Wolves are a bit short there. Wolves aren't are they? ten to one. Yeah. Mm. North Forest eighteens and Reading's eighteens. Right. Bolton Wanderers twenties. So really, so the Wolves, especially with Kenny Jackie, he's not. Uh, yeah. Mm. Odds for promotion. Our odds for promotion are three to one. I know a book he was giving Wigan up thirteens. Yeah. Mm. Three to one. Mm. That's of sporting life right. today. So out of them, do we, who do we see as our main contenders? I don't think Cardiff will. To be honest, I don't think the, the manager's experienced enough at this level. No, I think he's not said at all, um, about Fulham, can't you? There's Jeff, I think Fulham is going to have a, their eyes wide open. But people said, didn't they? Oh, it's going to be much tougher next season. Look at the teams coming down. They've got all this money, which they have. But if you, I'll, the way I'm looking at it is, Cardiff, Fulham, and Norwich are definitely not going to be as strong but as Burnley and Leicester was last season. No. Not a chance. Yeah, so that for me weakens this league. Hmm. So I think we've got. We've got as good chances as anyone. Mm. How many of the teams that came down with all the money last season went back up? QPR, that's yeah. it. And they, yeah. they dragged it at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Have Derby kept all the Will Hughes thus far? They've kept Will Hughes, yeah. but they've, they've lost uh, Wisdom's gone back. They've signed George Farm permanently. He was on loan from West Brom. George Farm, Yeah, <laughs> when he's cleaning windows. And they've lost, um, God, what's his first? Bamford, he's gone back to Chelsea. Is, is that... Yeah. Uh, is it Bryson? Is he still? Oh, Bryson is yeah, still there. He's, uh, he's, so he's, he's still got Bryson and Hughes, but I think Wisdom's definitely a big miss from, and they're going to miss Bamford's goals. He bagged and, and 15 goals. They're probably yet to act in the low market, aren't they? Yeah. I think people wise up to that Martin as well, up from Chris Martin. Yeah. He's a bit of a, he's a cheating get anyway, and yeah. diving all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. I, th- I don't think they'll be far away. You don't? Well, I, I, top six. Yeah, top six, but yeah. I don't think they'll go straight up. 
I don't see, I can't see why the favourites. No. The favourites with some because I know not with. There would be a su- surprise packet in there, won't there? I know Ross spoke about Middlesbrough last night. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I did. I said, yeah. In fact, it was the first team he mentioned as saying they've, they've prepared well. And they said they've got a good link with Chelsea and they're going to yeah, yeah, the I think Forest might do all right. Well, I know there's question marks over Stuart Pearce, fair enough, but I think they've done some good business. I know they've just sold them to you last year, Castle, but they're going back on loan for 12 months. Mm. They've signed Michael Mansion. I think he, he'll be a oh, good yeah. signing for him. Uh, Matt, they got Matty Fryer on a free, who I think uh, we should have been in for. Um, they've signed one or two of us as well, names escaped me at the minute, but I think they've done a bit of good business. Yeah. I, I think Forrest will be in the playoff spots throughout the season. Yeah, I think we'll be chair. Right Forrest have developed a bit of a, a knack of bottling it, though, haven't we, in the last few years? And there'll be enough of the players there that have done that to. Sort of scare themselves. But local teams, Blackburn and Bolton. There's chalk. Yeah, I thought that. There's chalk on the floor. The was last. In fact, I was arguing with the bloke who thinks Blackburn is, is will be our biggest threat this year. But because they got that lad up from Ged Gestead. Gestead. He, yes. he looks all right. Did they sign him permanent from Cardiff? But there's nothing else in that I think, team. I think you'll see Bolton floating halfway. But yeah, I think they'll come strong towards end of the season. Because again, they'll have they'll have no other um, distractions. I think it's going to be Derby and Wigan are the ones I'd like to think will be um, automatic promotion end of the year. I think, I think Norwich will be knocking out, knocking their thereabouts as well. I think. Got a few good mm. plays. They'll have Grant Hall back as well, won't they? With a lot. I don't think that's going to happen, is it? No. They've signed grabbing. Well, he, uh, he's, he's moved back up here, and he's kids and whatever. Yeah, so. they sat, who else have they signed? They signed oh, another decent striker. I think he's took a McDonald's franchise, out <laughs> somewhere in Wigan, just outside yeah. of Tesco's. Well, he's not so sure, is he? Mm. He's, he's got a McDonald's, a Burger King, and a cafe, <laughs> and he's tested them all. Yeah. He wrote a song about something there. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's, McDonald's. Oh, no, I thought it was the other one. Yeah, it's what you've had to do. wherever you may be, McDonald's, Greg's okay, I've seen that. Goals, 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 we'll pay you. Uh, wages in sausage rolls. Good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was quite good. Right, so season, so out of that lot, who, who do we see? Do th- are, we, uh, are we going up? Who's the surprise package? Yeah. Middlesbrough for me. Yeah. Brighton. Oh. I think we'll be chasing that automatic promotion, and Derby definitely will be there or thereabouts. Yeah. Mm. I'll agree with Ryan. They weren't million miles off last year, were they? No. New manager, though. Lost, lost the main striker. Yeah. Mm. Got a new manager in. I tell you what, I thought it was quite surprising. Not a single mention of Leeds in there. Because they're always the, the, the Billy Big Boots. Of the well, they sold the they sold the What's the relegation? Yeah. No, no, I just. They've no money, have they? Well, they are a big club, though, aren't they? You know, <laughs> big they, club. No, no. I mean, they've not won out for a few years. But they are. A, <laughs> oh, get out. There's big a, club. Give over, Paul. Get twenty-two thousand on there. This bottom half championship team. Not a yeah. big club anymore. Yeah. It's not the nineteen eighties. <laughs> No, it's right. in, the same, in the same way as Forrester. Yeah, exactly. Two biggest yeah. set of deluded fans going. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah, but at least Forrester <laughs> did Oh, yeah. Leeds it's a, it's a bold appointment they've made there at Leeds, though, isn't it? You, know, you, look, at the, you look at the guys. It's because it costs 90 grand a year, mate. That's why they're paying him. What's his experience of league football? None. None. Hmm. Has he David Ocker there. Has he actually played pro football? 
Yeah, sometimes, think, sometimes what you get is you get people like you know like Gerard Julier who um, didn't reach the summit of uh, in his playing career, but can, can cope very well at any level in management. And then all of a sudden you hear about somebody who's not really coached anymore. And what did he actually play? And it's like. FIFA. 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 Oh, FIFA. FIFA managers, he sacked this, uh, cheerleader, was he now? Cheerleader. Cheerleader. Well, he sacked him, sacked him, or else had him embedded in concrete support. <laughs> <laughs> sacked him, well, motorways. Bit of bog. Anyway, we, we're getting bogged down with Lizzie and the, the <laughs> nonsense, aren't <laughs> we? Nonsense. 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 Right. Is we still going down? Blackpool, Blackpool nailed off. Oh, I said that last season. I'm just visualising. Oh, I'm going to forget that. Yeah. Millwall. Millwall. Possibly. Bolton. Bolton. It's going to be. Bolton. 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 Have you got some stats for us on, on uh, the club from Royal Berkshire? Stats is probably the wrong word. I know they played a friendly last week against Swansea City. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And at the Medeski, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in friendly games they run the changes and swap the team around and all the rest of it. By all accounts they got battered. So, yeah. they've not made any signings. Still got the same manager, Nigel Atkins. Yeah. And, uh, Coming back to what happened at the end of last season, well, do you want me to make a prediction? Is that what you say? No, no, no yeah, we'll come back for that. Uh, fastest is it deceive, I think, Reading at times. You think they're going to be good and, and, and they're not, are they? I think their fans will be disappointed, won't they, from last season. I think they'd had similar expectations towards the season, Peter, like, yeah. into nothing. I think this time round, I think their expectations, optimism, I don't think they'll have much of it. Like Gareth just said, they've not brought a single player, and yet this summer, lost one or two. They've lost uh, Joby Mackinoff. I know he's been a good player from over the years. Uh, I think they're looking at a mid-table finish. Right, right. But it's the first game of the season, Dan. And we're not usually a very good start. We started well last season. And then look what happened. And then look what, oh yes. Yeah. Well, as a rule, we're not the best starters... Um, we don't usually get an home game either on the first first game of the season. I mean, the last home game I remember, recall would be uh, Blackpool. That wasn't supposed to be an home game, was yeah, it? Right. Right. Uh, they beat us 4-0. Yeah. I was on holiday yeah. that one as well. Yeah, I wasn't there either. No. Paul? Mm. Ready? It's opening game, innit? I don't like stats, so you don't really know what to expect. Another thing I, I, I did read about Reading, I don't think there's any truth in this. The top rated player, though, this Jem Carrigan, he's injured. So, what's his name? Sorry, Carrigan. is it? Carrigan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in and out last season, it wasn't he? Injuries. Yeah. I, I, I think the thing for the first game of the season for us, it's, it's not about the opposition, is it? It's about seeing what we do and how we play and how our new signings are lining up and yeah, well, just come to what we look. Going like. to come to a minute. I'm looking forward from this game to see uh, Riera and how he settles in and what what sort of striker he is because I've heard he's different things, you know. Well, I haven't seen any footage or uh, been to any pre-seasons. I wouldn't know. Um, but hey, we're at one. Well, yeah, we're at home. We're at home. We demand, we demand a good result. Yes. We demand a good performance. 
the referee is Omar Brown, as we've mentioned before. He's from Hull. Taxi for Brown? He's a taxi driver, a cabbie. He's only been refing a, a, a few years and he's, he managed eight championship games last season, that's all. One of them was us away at Uddersfield when we lost 1 0. Whether that's a Norman or not, I have no idea. He had a decent game. Yeah, you went to that, Rob, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. did alright. If, if you don't notice them, they, they, they've been decent. Let's hope it's the same on Saturday. We're not shouting taxi for Brown. Yeah, so is yeah. he a lower league ref then? He only refed eight games last season in the Championship. Yeah, most of them were League 1 and 2, the others. Okay. Yeah. But it seems like it. I mean, he's getting the first game of the season. He's in with, though, with the big lads. I mean, there's some Premier League refs this weekend yeah. off to the round. So the Football League must think highly of him too. And he's, I'd say it's an high profile game. Latics v Reading for that level. Yeah. yeah. I'd say. Yeah. So shall we have some predictions then? Our first game. Oh. Gareth, start with you. 3 0 Latics. Oh, straight in. Straight in, 3 0. Yeah, I think it's going to be comfortable. I think uh, McManaman's going to turn the back and I'm going to go for a 2 0. 2 0. I think it's going to be a bit closer than that, but I still think we're going to win out 3 1 in the end. Oh. Uh, 1 0, all win. It's a bit cagey first game. When you look at it on paper, Reading haven't made any improvements or anything else like that, so they're either happy with what they've got or else they can't afford and they're struggling. We have made some improvements, so I'm expecting a goal fest on Saturday. I'm not going to say what, how many, but I'm, I think we're going to get at least a clean margin of three. Can I just remind people that Mick predicted England to win the World Cup? Yes, I did. Nostradamus, Mick. I think it'll be 2 0. Myself, I think we're going to go uh, and get a, a 2 0. Right, so we're all buzzing about the weekend. Season starts. Looking forward to a good uh, start to the new campaign. And also looking forward to a, a new season of podcasting. Uh, yes. Hopefully, we'll bring some improvements to our own game this season. And uh, So, if you have any questions or comments, please do leave them. What's the address, Barry? It is uh, either through... Um, In an angry email that they don't send off. To Jesus was a Wiganer. Yes, <laughs> that's Twitter, isn't it? <laughs> if it's Absolutely. angry, yeah. if it's uh, very... Uh, um, thank you, Mick. Complimentary, because then it's a vital Wigan. Well, there was a, an email address, I'm not sure, it's PWU <laughs> podcast or Progress with yeah, you. don't matter. Uh, yeah. Been saying that for two years. Yeah. We're looking forward to Saturday, we're all buzzing, and at the end of this podcast I'll say it's a good night from me, but the guys will say... Welcome, welcome to the new season! season.
Mom.